All right, guys. Our National Treasures Series of 2023 continues. I'm Cage, and we have Jesse from Arena Club joining us. Welcome, Jesse. How are you doing today? Doing great, Cage. I can't believe I'm not in Chicago anymore, but doing great. Yeah, it feels <laughs> like it was like a wormhole. You were there for quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to update I mean, my, my zip code, my area code, all that good stuff. There are worse places to, to live. I mean, the pizza is pretty good. Um, you know, if, if you happen to, you know, have a couple of invitations to Morton's, the steak was pretty good, you know, and there are a lot of people, there are a lot yeah. of people there, a lot of people. So for the folks who don't know, Jesse is with Arena Club and I can't say to him, hey, how was this national different from last year for Arena Club or the year before? This was your first national, right? First time, first time. So we get we get to ask you right away, all right? Was it what you expected? Was it more than you expected? Were there more people? How great was the air conditioning? Take it any way you like. Give me your initial reaction coming back here days after National. If you were going to explain to somebody, you know, who you're friends with, the carpool, tell me about National. What would you say? It it was just ginormous. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was much, much bigger than I, I had ever it's even good imagined. Word. I mean, that's the only way to describe it. I, I mean, just look, I'm, 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 I'm like a finance guy at heart. And so looking at how all these stats on like the addressable market of cards, collect on um, collectibles, it's, it's like crazy. Just kind of like see it like in person and, and touch and feel it and breathe it. And it, it kind of makes these huge numbers I read about all the time, like make sense. Cause you see that like, you know, there's just so many different vendors, dealers, everyone out there. And just when you think like, you know, the best, best ones, or you know, who's in the in crowd, it's like, you see like rooms of people that you have no clue even existed. So there's a lot that I, I, I know that I don't know about this hobby. And I just didn't think it was that much. <laughs> I mean, the crazy part about it is for folks who have been in the hobby for a while, there's this mythical national from 1991 at Anaheim, which was the record breaking national. And, you know, I mean, think about that for a second. That was right smack dab in the junk wax era where, you know, there was another bubble, another boom cycle, another growth cycle. Um, it was right before Shaq and, you know, Michael Jordan was, you know, hitting his stride and you had Ken Griffey Jr. and baseball cards and upper deck and the expansion of, you know, of all these brands. And, you know, there were a hundred thousand people at that show and it's sort of been the benchmark, the target that folks, you know, look for this broke it. I mean, this we're, we're hearing like 120,000 and, you know, wow. the national folks are saying that this was now the, the largest attended national ever. So you picked a good one. And yeah, it shouldn't that's... surprise you then that, you know, just the amount of addressable audience there in the hobby, you, they were all there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, I, I, I totally believe it. it. It almost reminded me of like a, like a three day music festival, but just like yeah. indoors and, and for cards. Yeah. Um, I mean, people compared it to Comic Con. Yeah. People yeah. compared it to that. I mean, I, I, I think that's, you know, 100% accurate. And you're, you're there with, uh, you know, a, a newer business to the hobby you know, setting up for, you know, for its first time really with a, a big booth with Arena Club. What was that like? How about like preparation going into it and, you know, just the setup itself? Was it a monumental task? I haven't spoken to anybody who this was yet. I will have others on the series, but you're the first one who this is their first time setting up at the National. Um, you know, was it a crazy heavy lift? How was it? Yeah, it was it was it was a lot, but my, my team just pulled it off and they did a fantastic job. Big shout out to uh, Jess from, from Bleaker and she, she helped produce it for us. And she, she took uh she just told me like a million times, like, don't worry, I got this. And uh, 
she did. So, you know, it, it, she made it look easy. But uh, yeah, there's a lot that went into it, um, especially the logistics with with getting uh, getting 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 the cap to get out there in and out real quick without a lot of people knowing. And so you bring them up. I mean, you know, you have the captain, you had Derek Jeter, right? But we got to spend a couple minutes with him. This is a business partner of yours. What's that yeah. like? Man, it's it's he. I couldn't ask for a better partner. Uh, he he's there whenever whenever we need him. Anything we we ask of him, he 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 does it. Um, he's made some incredible connections. He's talked to all, all of our best customers. Um, he's helped advise us on the product. Like he, he's just been an amazing partner um, every every step of the way. And uh, you know, I just love how like open and receptive he is to learning about the hobby because um, you know cards are much different from his, from his point of view it's you know he just signed signed a bunch of autographs and sent a bunch of cards but i don't think he had any idea how, how big this thing really was so um bringing him to the national was was, was great for for not, not only for our partners and fans and, and customers to, to meet him but also for him to experience it himself just to say wow this is more than, more than just little pieces of cardboard this is like a big business with super passionate people um so Highlight cool. of the show for me and for many, many people was that. But you know what I loved about him, and we'll move off of Derek Jeter and back to you and Arena Club in a second was the stories, right? He was a great storyteller, which not a lot of people are. Um, and he was a great storyteller. And um, you know, he told us about how, yes, his parents collected cards, you know, but they had a flood in their house. Yeah. And when you know, when Arena Club was started, that was something that was in his brain. He's like, wow, you know, I mean, people can have floods in their house. People can, you know, you, you lose your cards, you lose your collection. It's something that actually happened to, you know, him, his family and his parents. So he's like, you know, that's hence one of the values of having your cards in Arena Club. It was, I mean, I didn't know he was going there, but yeah. I'm listening to the story. I'm like, the captain's telling me a story. I got to listen and boom, it's like, all right, well, he just tied it back to the business. I was like, this is good. I like it. You know, he should have yeah. a podcast to put me out of business. I, I actually <laughs> flooded his parents' basement. Like, <laughs> to get him to work. <laughs> yeah, I was just, you know, plant the seed and, you know, no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that like he was impacted by by something like that, right? So it makes it that much more relevant. <laughs> you know what my favorite? I'm, I, I've asked um, every guest that I've had on for National Treasures gets asked uh, the same couple of questions. But number one is just flowers, right? I've, I've asked everybody who's, who comes on, hey, give me somebody who you saw at the National who you'd give flowers to, somebody who was doing something the right way, somebody who set their booth up the right way, or somebody who was you know, engaging with people the right way. Um, you know, somebody who, I don't know, was putting good content out there, anything, it, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an unlimited question before you answer, I'm going to answer because it's my show and I can do whatever I want. But more importantly, I'm going to give you flowers. A lot of people don't see this. You don't see the day to day on this, but I, I would go over to the arena club booth. I'd say, hi, I check in with you guys, see what you guys are, are doing, see what you're up to submit cards, which I submitted three different times during the show. Can't wait for those to get in there and see my grades and start trading. I got two trade offers this morning before I recorded, I countered one. I accepted another. It's just a lot of fun. I wake up and every day I got like a new offer on there, but the flowers for you are this. You are the COO, the CFO, one of the founders. You're like, you know, all over the, you know, the the company itself. It's basically, you know, you, Derek Jeter, Brian Lee. We got a couple of other people, but it's it's your company. And when I show up at the booth, there's a line of a couple of dozen people who want to get, you know, free packs 
And in order to get free packs and open and then, you know, send them into Arena Club, they are playing Cornhole, which, by the way, some people just wanted to come over and play Cornhole. That's a good idea. It was very fun. I'm not going to give you credit because it probably wasn't your idea. But no, you know no. what you were doing? And here's your flowers. Here you are, the CFO. And you're handing beanbags to people, and they're throwing beanbags, and some of them are awful. They're throwing them to the next booth. They're throwing them over the booth, and you're chasing down beanbags, yeah. right? You're yeah. not hiding. You're not in, like, a little VIP section that's built. You're not in the back with the snacks. That's where I was hiding, by the way, folks. But <laughs> I mean, they had good stuff, fruit snacks and, like, granolas, good stuff. But – He's out there like sweating and handing beanbags. So flowers and kudos to you, man. Take them. There's the little praise. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. it. I appreciate it. Uh, look, I didn't think our booth would. I, I never imagined it being like that busy, just nonstop. Right. Uh, that line that there was always a line. There were always yeah. people playing cornhole. We were always ripping packs, setting up accounts, processing orders. Right. So. Which Look, was awesome. Just, I said people some, pulling Prism rookie Justin Herberts and people pulling, you know, Wembayamas. And I mean, I was like, wow, this is either, these are legit free packs. They're not yeah. giving away the packs I was opening, like 1991 Upper Deck Baseball with nothing in it. They're giving out legit stuff here for Cornhole. Yeah, yeah no, the Cornhole. I, I mean, you know, it was just a great game. We were in the Midwest, right? Um, yeah. It was amazing to see the, 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 the locals from Chicago and surrounding area. Oh, man, there, there were some really good cornhole players right yeah. so um even like uh, even when the kids would play i would ask like how old are you and I, there was like an eight and underline then like a 12 and underline but some of these like 13 year olds are just shooting from like the adult line making all three and of course they're just like locals and yeah it's, it's i heard great. you yelling footfall that was a footfall you stepped up you can't have a free pack footfall well, well all the all the all the all the, like the all the, like the dads like their excuse was that they, they would miss because they just hadn't had a beer because it was too early which i thought was pretty funny so you just like, warm-up throw i um, mean so what lesson learned for next year is when we're great. setting up the cornhole it's got to be set up next to a booth that has alcohol yes, yes that's yes. the deal so guys can go drink well, we should bring out, you know, sell a couple beers, and then boom. I don't know how the uh, concession stand would feel about us competing with them like that, but it would probably improve the cornhole game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but, but, but to your to your question about who I give flowers to, flowers. I, I mean, I give it to the the Bleaker team. Um, they've been fantastic partners in helping us um, just create an amazing event and everything from Derek to our booth, um, Mark Zablo and Justin Minio. They, they've just been absolutely fantastic. So my flowers go go to them. Um, and, uh, yeah, oh, oh, many more flowers to come for them. Hopefully <laughs> I mean, listen, a coordinating on the fly. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent, you know, coordinating, you know, the schedule, getting people in there. I've seen some great content around it. You know, a bunch of people getting to talk to Derek. I didn't make a, a ton of content myself because I got the question and answer. So that when that content comes out, you guys will see that it was a lot of fun. I'm sure arena will be publishing that, you know, shortly. And but people got in to meet women of the hobby got in there to meet Dr. Collectible was in there to meet. You know, we saw people talking to Derek about cards that they have, what those cards and collectibles in their collection mean, you know, to them. Um, I mean, it was people change, people change their schedules, you know, and it's Jess is there on the fly, you know, making a change. Okay, we're moving this one here, moving this one here. And you know, it, it was it was fun to watch. It's one of those things that you know. It doesn't happen on the floor of the national, but still, you know, you get a little behind the scenes VIP tour and yeah. I get to see what's going on. So, yeah, I, I, I like that. It's a good use of flowers. Yeah. Um, the national itself. Right. I 
I think you were basically handcuffed to the booth. Did you get a chance to walk around a little bit and kind of see some of the other tables, some of the other booths that were set up? I walked around for 10 minutes with my co-founder, Brian, after we had a, a meeting in the lobby area. And uh, yeah, I was able to, I'm actually really glad with the, the thing I did pick up. Uh-oh, you picked something up? I thought you were maybe just like walking around and like said hi to people. You picked some stuff up. Nice. What do you got? I, I picked up a, a replica of the 2020 bubble championship ring from my beloved Los Angeles Lakers. So only $30 too. So I, I love yeah. this thing. I don't really understand the whole magnet part because like it's fallen off a bunch of times, but it's just like you can hide stuff in there. I mean, that's it's, probably it's, what it is. It's great. It's great. It's great. Um, so you put a Lakers replica championship ring from the bubble championship. And I then like I also, I also, I'm a, I went to USC, so I bought a, a Caleb Williams um, gold uh, national out of fifty. So uh, card from our our impromptu trade night that we did at our hotel. There so, you go. It was uh, it was good. The national, right, from the special national packs yep. too. Did yep, you get yep, a yep, chance yep, to yep. Uh, get a chance to submit that? It was a three dollars special for national cards at uh, you know at Arena Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to give myself a discount. Speaking so. of that, <laughs> a lot of people there. Were you? I don't want to say surprised, but you know, were you pleased with the amount of submissions that came in? I mean, it looked pretty busy from beginning to end. Yeah, we were very pleased. I, I mean. We got, we got, we were just t- filled up, just submitting, just taking in orders uh, the entire time, right? Whether it's people playing the game uh, and just winning packs, getting hits, submitting them, or just people just dropping off a bunch of cards that they just bought. So um, we, we were slammed. Our, our ops team was up till 2 a.m. Uh, every single night processing orders, wow. uh, making good on our turnaround times. Um, and what we'd see is when we, we actually release some orders within, within a day, people literally would come back the next day and drop off more cards, which has been, which is fantastic. That's amazing. Yeah. That's great. So yep. I, I had picked up an order, um, you know, one of your special, the national, uh, specials where it was, you know, you can send your cards and grade them and pick them up at the national. I picked up an order and I spent time giving out about half of those slabs to kids you know, I would notice a kid walking around with a Yankee jersey on and find a Volpe that I had or an Astros jersey and, you know, at Altuve. Or, and I tried to make sure I put a card matching up with their fandom. Um, what was fun was for many people, uh, it was their first time holding an arena club slab. And I'll tell you, and, and you know, I'd like to get your reaction, see if you had anything similar. Um, people were really pleased with the slab itself people who i put oh, wow this is a, this is a legit slab this is sturdy this is you know this is pretty nice i like the label um you know generally speaking the feedback was positive and i think you know when you're out there with a basically a five dollar you know grading vault slab you name it people don't expect it to be something that competes with all of the other folks that are grading at 75 dollars at the show or 35 dollars at the show and uh did you get that kind of reaction from people also yeah, people were like, "Huh? How's this five dollars?" I mean, look, <laughs> we're trying to get the word out, right? So, um, it, it, it's it's pe- people were almost in disbelief that this also comes with a grading report and and you can sell it all, all the benefits that we we provide, right? But um, yeah, look, we're we're trying to get as many many collectors in our community as possible, right? Um, and, and that's really our our goal, right? We need we want to bring down the cost of grading uh, as much as we can, so th- there's no friction and building up your showroom and doing what you want with your raw cards. Right. Yep. Um, 
that's that's our goal here. So we're trying to kind of flipping the model on its head a little bit. But hey, part okay. of it for me is you know people need to see the slabs, they need to see the label, they need to see in hand that that's what it is. But more importantly, you know people need to understand the pricing model that you have now is. Because Arena Club, I think, is going to be about community. It's about the trading going on. It's about, you know, so someone who tunes into my my drips, you know, live on Friday, they, um, you know, they, they joined and they posted their trade today and they were like, hey, who won? And I reposted it, right? And that kind of stuff, like, that, that's what we want to do. Like, I'm getting trade offers from people. Hey, what do you think about this? Oh, you want this? You like the Yankees. I'm a fan of, you know, the Astros. Can we make this trade from your showroom? That stuff, it happens in a small scale now, but if you're able to get more people to sign up, whether it's via specials at the national cornhole with free packs, you know, uh, um, um, an, an economical price point for grading, that's more people who are now on the platform from your community who can then trade with each other, buy and sell from each other. So I, I think the phase that you're in now is just that, that building phase, right? Is that fair to say? Yeah, no, totally. We, we want to get as many great, great cards and great collectors into our, uh, marketplace as possible, right? Uh, it, it, the more of that we have, the more, more, more vibrant and, and amazing it'll be in terms of not only meeting other collectors, but also just getting great trade offers, great offers to, to sell your cards or buy more, buy cards. Um, it, it compounds much, much faster as we get, you know, higher, higher, higher quality folks and, and just more folks involved, yep. right? Um, that's hundred percent the goal here. Yep. So steering back towards national it might be a little tough. It's your first one. So I can't really ask, like compare it to other nationals you were at, or you've been to other shows. I mean, you're at mint, um, obviously very different show. I'll ask this and maybe, you know, we'll, we'll put you out on an Island a little bit. It's your first national. What was something that you thought was missing? You know, what's something that if you could, if you could talk to the show promoters or I promoted you tomorrow cause I just won the mega millions. I'm a billionaire. And I made you in charge of, you know, the, the, the national, what's something you'd bring to it? How about like air conditioning, you know, like better, like, you know, better, you know like, it could be anything, you know what I mean? Is there something missing? Yeah, actually, you know, the section we were in the AC actually, it was a little warm, but it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't that bad. Yep. Uh, but yeah, when I, when I walked around the dealers part in the middle, it's, oof, it got, it got toasty. Um, as far as, as far as um, like what, what I thought was actually, missing yeah i mean i'll give you one but but i've answered this to other folks because you know it's tough some people said this is the best national they've ever been to they've been to 10 of them and there was absolutely nothing missing one of the things that i said we should ask more garbage pails <laughs> seriously because people don't realize how much garbage we make it's not oh well, there's not that much food we're not gonna eat people are just throwing packs and wrappers and crack slabs and you name it i mean heck a raccoon ran by the booth you know oh, what i mean like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I think the concessions could use a little bit of work. Like, I got my team food, and I just came back with like two arms full of like hot dogs and pizza, and that's like literally that's literally like all all it was. Um, yeah. And then the coffee was like that Starbucks line was like out of control. Um, you know, coincidentally had some good meetings while I was in the Starbucks line, but it's like <laughs> come on, you gotta, people need energy here, and they're operating on like you know fifty percent of the oxygen that they normally would have. Um, right. that actually would be an interesting, you know, vendor prop proposition to sell one of those like the oxygen, like air, Perry. Yeah, yeah. Like, look, like how are you supposed to like negotiate a deal with a dealer? If like, you you know, you gotta be like having running at like 97% O2, right? So, 
you'd have like an unfair advantage if you had your 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 oxygen mask. I mean, it'd be fantastic, right? I mean, that's a, I, there you go, guys. I mean, I'm pretty sure they had that on like Shark Tank or something like that once. Somebody sold like you know air in a can or something like. Just do that, and boom, I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm bringing, I'm bringing it next year. That's it. Um, you bring the air. Sell those at the Arena Club booth. It's gonna be great. So, so <laughs> I mean, for for folks who you know want to hear from you for your setup at the first time, obviously, you know, it sounds like a lot of people came into Arena Club or a lot of people showed up. Um, you know, what's something? you'd be looking forward to for next year's national something maybe from a business standpoint you'd change do you plan to hopefully bring Derek again maybe have him out on the floor you know is the booth maybe something you do bigger um you know is there a potential to uh one day maybe not next next uh, show but maybe slab the stuff right there potentially for people i mean what's what's some of the stuff that we could look forward to you know in future nationals there's no promise i'm not holding you to it but you know, fun stuff to talk about and dream, right? Yeah, yeah. We definitely we would love to slab right there and get the slabs in people's hands instantly. That would be that'd be awesome. It's definitely something that we would love to work definitely would love to work towards. Um I think we I definitely want a bigger booth. Um I love I love the way that some of the some of the other booths had like laptops set up and it's more self service. Um but yeah, we just want to make it fun. We're gonna just gonna keep having fun with it, right? We want to connect with the everyday collector um, who wants to trade and meet other people with great cards. And, and we're just trying to make it fun, bring back the fun, make you feel like a kid again. Right. So we're still going to bring that exact type of vibe, uh, but hopefully just, uh, you know, in a, in a bigger, a bigger space so we can do a little bit more. You know, I love it. We'll have our, we'll have our oxygen masks. Uh, yeah. Bring the oxygen masks. Listen, I love it. We got the flowers for the right people. I give my flowers to you on this one. It's been fun. Guys, if you haven't checked it out yet, head over to Arena Club, sign up for an account, trade with me. You know, I got a whole bunch of cards in my account ready to trade. And uh, listen, since I give you flowers, you are my national treasure, Jesse. I had a lot of fun with you. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, Cage. Thank you for everything, my man.